0: From between the hedges at Sanford Stadium to the practice fields, from Stegman Coliseum and wherever else the Bulldogs are playing, it's time to talk Georgia sports. Touchdown, 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 don't win it. From the Athens Banner Herald, here are your hosts, Mark Weiser and Ryan Dennis.
1: Hey, welcome in. It's the Bulldogs Extra Podcast, a Wednesday edition. Ryan, Kirby Smart is playing some golf today in, uh, I believe it's Hoover, Alabama. No, yeah, yeah, I
2: think it is. Yeah, I saw Nick Saban arrived in Hoover.
1: Playing some golf today. We'll talk about uh, golf, by the way, with uh, former UGA star, PGA Tour professional Chris Kirk. Yes. we will be joining us uh Brian, Arch, Arch you got
2: to go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of Kirby playing golf, is he going to get pranked again? You saw that last week where uh, – I wonder how that worked. Did, uh, did somebody tee up a ball for him and say, hey, you're going to drive it, and then it uh, kind of vanished, it disappeared, went puff,
1: poof into thin air? Yeah, the the Peach Bowl folks do that for a coach every year, and I guess Kirby was the one that did. Did that do much for you? Did that?
2: I mean, uh, is that the you know the national champion? Does that happen to you know? Is that how they get the national championship coach? Um, I, don't, I don't. know if it was that.
1: Did he look startled or anything? I, I think he was.
2: It like, was a lot of reaction. I thought it. It's like he didn't know what happened. You know, it wasn't like he said, "Oh, you got me." He just kind of looked around like, "What happened?" You know, but it didn't. It didn't do too much for me. But it was funny.
1: Alright, there, there's not a lot uh, going on in the uh, the world of Georgia sports right now in terms of the transfer portal and, uh, you know, a li- little bit uh, calm. You got you got coaches on the road recruiting, you got Kirby playing a, a bunch of golf, but Arch Manning has spoken. Mm-hmm. So the world has stopped spinning and, and we'll kick around, uh, as I mentioned, some of the other stuff, but let's start with Arch Manning, the new orleans area is that where exactly is he in louisiana
2: yeah something like that uh was it uh uh new uh, newman bishop newman marvin uh, i can't remember the i can't remember the school is that is the newman there yeah, we go yeah uh rumor I, rumor was they were supposed to play in a athens area team this year but it might have fallen through
1: by the way i'm pretty sure i saw him before the texas georgia sugar bowl come out on the field with uh, I guess it, it was his dad, and you yeah. know Archie Manning's always at that game. Right? Um, you know, I knew it was one of the young Mannings at that point. I don't think he was necessarily like
2: he might have been a freshman,
1: the chosen one. But yeah. So he he said Athens is probably the best college town, which it, you know brought me hard to, to me. argue
2: that. But why why is he out at, as a senior in high school partying it up in a college town? I mean,
1: have you not have you not been on a recruiting visit before? Oh, That's right. <laughs> Uh we did this a couple of years ago, maybe 3 summers ago, uh where we ranked the college towns in the SEC. Oh yeah, for that magazine. Did we talk about it on the podcast? I don't remember, we might have. Yeah, maybe. I know what my number 1 was. Okay, but I think we need to update that and let's do that now. And the reason I say that is cuz you got two new teams coming to the SEC which we're going to rank 16 college towns with Texas and Oklahoma. But here's a quote from uh Arch Manning to on 3.com And I think he spoke to several recruiting website reporters who were on scene. I, I think this was his one availability maybe at the start of the spring or maybe this week. I don't know. But he says Athens is probably the best college town I've ever been to. Ooh. I love coach Kirby smart and he's a real normal guy. A great coach, Georgia. The takeaway from practice there is that they have athletes all over the field, especially on the defensive line. They have some studs and it shows they had 15 players drafted.
2: That they did. No, that's what he said. I know, I know. That's that's high praise, you know, and especially when. You How got do you think he knows star. so much about uh, the fifteen? Do you think Georgia might have told him? Yeah, he thinks that. I'm sure he follows them on Instagram and uh, saw that they had fifteen people. You know, he said that. What did he say about Kirby? He's a real normal guy. Do you think that was like coming off a trip to Mississippi State or something where he dealt with uh, with with their coach, the the crazy pirate? Is Mississippi State a school he's visiting? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, how do you uh, how do you call somebody a normal coach? Like, you'd say, "Hey, he's an enthusiastic, go-getter type of coach. That I want to play for." I don't know. Just normal guy. I don't know.
1: I mean, I think you know Kirby's got a different, um, probably way to relate to these uh, recruits than he does to say the media. Yeah. Uh, or you know, you don't see you don't see Kirby smiling too much when he's doing press conferences, <laughs> but but he's certainly
2: uh, yucking it up with them. Yeah. It's
1: certainly a lot more engaging, I'm sure, with them, but. Um, all right, let's do a countdown from 16 to 1. Holy cow. And I'm going to start from the bottom. And, and, Ryan, I know you're you're very fond of Starkville, but I'm going to put them on the bottom. Yeah, that does seem like a a, a place. That Have you even been to Starkville? Never been to Starkville. I've never been in any of the Mississippi now, schools. A- as I rate these towns, I need to say this. I'm not really going there as a tourist. Uh, when I'm in there, I'm getting there, you know, usually the day before the game or, you know, or even the night before the game. I'm going to the hotel. I'm going to some uh, restaurants yeah. around the hotel area. We've
2: been, to, we've been to some nice little restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, yeah. Knoxville,
1: we enjoyed go- that. I'm going to the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not I'm not necessarily going to the best places in town. We're not
2: we're not partying when you uh, you're not hitting up the downtown bar scene. All
1: right, so my uh, my interaction with Starkville is is pretty much, and I don't think they got tons of hotels there. So anyway, we can't spend too much time because we got five minutes until we get with with one Chris Kirk, but. Ryan, uh, g- go ahead and uh, I'll just go up the list and you kind of comment on it. Okay? Yeah, that
2: sounds good. I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go Columbia, South Carolina. It's last. Next to last. Oh, okay. That's that's my that's my fifteenth. Are you looking at my list here? Nope, nope. That's a hot place. Uh, you know, I hadn't really experienced that too much either, but uh, you know, it, it's not a college town.
1: It's a no. It's not a college town. Not, not a lot of trees that, that at least I, I see there. I'm sure there are that you know yeah. probably in the nice suburb areas. I don't know, but. Um, Traffic not as bad as it used to be going in there, so I'll say that. Oh, well, it was bad. What three years ago when I went there, it was pretty bad. Always good when they play a Sunday game there. <laughs> Hurricane uh, impacted. Yeah. All right, I've never been. I, I don't believe to Norman, Oklahoma. So I'm just going to slot them in there at 14th, right. and uh, just because I don't know. And uh, I've been to. I've been to uh, Stillwater. Can't really remember much about it. It was 2000, oh, 2009.
2: Right. Oh, that was a bad loss with Joe Cox leading the team. Yeah, I remember that.
1: Oh, you, you're putting that on Joe Cox is what you're saying.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know I, Joe Cox mean, is, I think that whole season, uh, you know, a lot of fans want to put that one on Joe Cox's head.
1: All right, got to roll. Yep, yep, yep. Number 13, I'm putting College Station, Texas. Again, not been there while covering Georgia. Was there years ago to cover a baseball super regional, not Georgia. Mm. And uh, big university big uh student body i have a lot of land big uh really into the uh the military aspect there uh let's move on number 12 columbia missouri Missouri. yeah we have been there uh don't love driving from st louis to columbia this year i'm planning to stay uh in columbia usually it's like i'm in jefferson city jefferson city Uh or st louis um But it's a long, long drive. Number 11, um, I don't go there because Georgia doesn't play football there. And, um, you know, driven past there, Gainesville, Florida is number 11 on my list. Uh, Do you know some folks that went there recently? A lot of construction going on, I'm told. Um, Got a cheesecake factory now, though. Oh, if you like that kind of thing, I don't know. I don't know if it, if it bumps them up or bumps them down. Uh, Ryan, just chime in if you want, but we got we to rock and roll. Well, number 10, Fayetteville, Arkansas, which I was at two years ago. Um, I'm not going to say much there, just that's where I got him. Slot number nine, Knoxville, Tennessee. Um I've, I've, I like the downtown there. I've enjoyed Knoxville the few times I've been yeah,
2: like, there. Yeah, it's got a nice little downtown. One time I was there uh, in the winter, and it was uh, it was very, very cold, mm-hmm. and so that might bump them down. But, you know, we were there. Uh, it was very pleasant a couple of falls ago when we were up there.
1: Number eight, Auburn. People kind of uh, knock it. Uh, I kind of like it. It's kind of quaint. Um, you know, there's a little bit more stuff built up uh, as you drive into town there if you want need to grab something to eat and all that. So we got to roll, like I said, number seven, Oxford, Mississippi. uh Probably just because I love... you know, that's not a little higher. The Grove is, is good. Yeah. I, I don't really know the town that well. That's true. Yeah. Uh, number six, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, I've never been through there either. You didn't go to the game there? Nope, haven't been there. Okay. Well, they don't play there, but every like
2: 12 years and uh, COVID, I think, was impacting us.
1: Number five, Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Also uh, a lot of good restaurants in town there. You nice, know, it's nice a big, trip, a nice a big town,
2: but, a, but yeah. a small town, if yep, that makes yep. sense. Yeah.
1: Number four, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. What can you say? Good times. Good food, good mm-hmm. times, good partying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Not far from uh, New Orleans, right? Number three, it's not really about Vanderbilt, but Nashville, Tennessee. A mm-hmm. lot to do there. Yeah. Good good thing to take, have a bachelorette party. <laughs> That's where I had mine. <laughs> Number two, Austin, Texas. They're not in the, even in the SEC yet, but if you've been to Austin, Texas. It's a great town. Good yeah. barbecue, I, I, good music. It's a bigger
2: Athens, right? Great music. Right. Uh, yeah, good food. Uh, great sports, hugely, so...
1: And number one, what is it? Uh, looks like we're left with Athens now. That makes us sound kind of like the uh, Homer's yeah. the Homer's that we are. But you look, know, people that don't cover Georgia, that you know, come here. I mean, you got a great downtown. You got a great campus. You got a great stadium view in the middle of campus. Uh, they do it right on game day. Yeah, uh, everybody.
2: Says so, so Arch is right. It's a it's a match made in heaven. Arch. So you're calling it right now? That's your crystal ball. I mean, I think. Arch Manning. To I mean, happen. as
1: much as he might love the town, I think it's going to matter what he sees as like the quarterback pecking order ahead of him. Well. I mean, if he that, thinks, uh, you know, Brock Van going to stand his way, Carson Beck.
2: I don't think there's any pecking order to uh, to Georgia. It's like, you know, whoever's doing best in practice, you're going out there.
1: All right, let's uh, talk to uh, Chris Kirk coming
2: up. Sounds good. all right next we bring in chris kirk pga golfer four-time winner on the pga tour and currently 71st in the fedex cup points uh standing so chris thanks for joining us how you doing
0: absolutely i'm doing great thanks for having me
2: so uh you went out and played golf today is that an everyday thing for a uh, pga tour professional you just uh line up uh tea time and go out there not every day um
0: you know it kind of depends on on how much time off i have so this was uh, pretty typical these last couple weeks for me uh, i was at home last weekend this week and so i didn't didn't touch a club the first week i uh, just worked out a little bit took the time with my family as much as i could and and then uh, this week i'll kind of ramp it back up if i only have one week off in between events usually i'll take monday tuesday wednesday off and then practice a little bit towards the end of the week.
2: So, for anybody doesn't know, uh, Chris Kirk, local guy for uh, Athens. I think you live in Watkinsville now. Is, is that uh, you know? Y'all moved back this way a few years back, right? You and your family.
0: We did. Yes, we were we were in St. Simon's Island for six and a half years or so, and uh, loved it there for sure. But um, wanted to get back close to the family, and uh, Athens, Watkinsville specifically is a perfect spot for us.
1: Chris, uh, as a former uh, Georgia golfer, uh, and uh, you know, I know all you guys that that went through that program are, are also big Georgia football fans. Ker- Kirby Smart's playing today uh, at, at the program with the Regions Tradition Champions Tour event with Marco Mira. H- have you ever played with Kirby, or do you know anything about his game?
0: I have not played golf with Kirby. Um, I know him reasonably well, and I and see him at the country club every now and then. Um, and so no I'm not too familiar with his game I know he's a, he's a decent player um, but yeah, I haven't seen it I haven't seen it up close and personal
2: so I know that you we uh, were in uh, Hawaii for the Sony Open when the uh, national championship was was played how did you uh, watch that did you celebrate with family did you have them around what did you kind of do uh, Brendan Todd and I ended up
0: watching it together um, Kevin Kisner and some other guys had Got a, a space to watch it at the Kahala Hotel, where a lot of a lot of players stay. Um, I was gonna go. We were gonna go over there and watch it with them, but I I was worried. You know, I knew there'd be a bunch of kids running around and, and that kind of thing. Apparently, it, they had a, a really great setup, and everyone was very focused on the game. But for me, it, for me, a game like that, like I don't want any distractions. <laughs> I don't want anybody really talking to me. I don't want it, you know, like it was, it was great. Brendan and I watched it together where we, you know, we were very into it obviously and could kind of react a little bit together. But, um, yeah, it was a a game like that. I want to be able to focus for sure, but it was cool just having so many of us out there in in Hawaii that we could be able to kind of celebrate
2: together. Yeah. I think that was a tournament. Everybody made the cut too. That was a former Georgia golfer. It was like 13 of y'all that that made the cut. And of course, uh, Brendan also an Athens resident. Do y'all play a lot uh, around the area here?
0: We do, yeah. Brendan and I are very close. We um, we play and practice together, pretty good bit. You know, as much as our as our schedule allows it, when we're
1: home at the same time, for sure. Yeah, I think you played with Brendan from what I saw at uh, the Zurich Classic uh, in in that format. Uh, You had three straight top fifteen finishes before the players, including tied for seventh at the Honda Classic, tied for fifth at Arnold Palmer. Um, PJ Championships is uh, next week. How are you feeling uh, heading into that?
0: Um, Yeah, you know I feel okay. I'd I'd be lying to you if I said I felt like amazingly incredible about about every aspect of my game. Um, I feel like it's all all the pieces are kind of there just sort of waiting for it to to come out and uh, and work together at just the right time. Uh, You know I definitely had a really good run those tournaments in Florida um, on some courses that I really like and some good conditions that I really like and you know, I'm just trying to continue to, to work at it and, and learn a little bit more about myself and what makes me click and what makes my game work the right way. Um, you know, really this season has been a story of, of kind of how well I've putted when I've putted well, I've played really well. My ball striking has been very, very consistent throughout the year. Um, so just continuing to work with uh, work with a guy named Ramon Viscanza, is a, a really great putting coach. And, and uh, just trying to, to plug
2: away and put the work in and, and hope the results will follow. Krista, the major tournaments. I mean, do they have a different feel. Do you enter those with a different mindset of any kind, or you know, I don't want to say there's pressure, but do you go into those thinking, uh, you know, hey, this is a little bit bigger than you know any other tournament might play throughout the year?
0: Uh, I personally, I don't, I don't enter them with a different mindset. Uh, I'd say the only difference that we typically have. Um, apart from the the masters, is that you're you're typically kind of learning a new golf course, which I don't have to do week in week out. Um, so, you know, Southern Hills next week, for example, in Salsa, I've I've never played Southern Hills, I've never even been to Salsa. So I'm gonna, you know, instead of traveling on on Monday, I'll go ahead and travel out there Sunday, so that I can try to to get a little bit of extra time. And so then you're you know you're trying to to find the right balance of, of rest leading up to Thursday and preparation of, of trying to see the golf course and,
2: and learn a little too here and there. Chris, obviously some uh, well-documented off-the-course uh, things, you know, and you had to work uh, extremely hard, you know, through the Corn Ferry Tour and whatnot to get back uh, to, the, to the PGA Tour. Can you just give us a little, you know, idea of what that was like, the uh, struggle to get back, the emotions and everything that went into that?
0: Yeah, it's... Uh it's hard to wrap all that up into, into a short, short answer, but I'll try. Um, yeah, April, April 29th, just a few days ago was, uh, my, uh, my third, marked my third three full years of sobriety, which was a cool, really cool thing for me. And, uh, you know, now I'm just kind of living the, the blessings and the, the great things that have come. Um, yeah, it was definitely, certainly a tough time for me a tough time for my family to, to get through and, and, uh, now that I've kinda of come out on the other side of it, it's you know, continuing to stay diligent with the with the work to to be in active recovery and, and uh but I'm I'm so I'm so thankful for it. Uh my physical and, and mental health are night and day from what they were. My relationship with my wife, my relationship with my kids is is uh is incredible now and you know, so I, I have so many I have my entire life to thank for for the process that i went through and, and i'm i'm very thankful to a lot of people that really helped me when i was having a hard time and, and uh yeah so i mean i can't i can't speak enough about who i am that things worked out the way that they did
2: you mentioned southern hills and uh apparently that's scotty scheffler's uh favorite course i mean that's tough on the field but uh you know what do you know about it not having played it do you, you know is there anything uh you think fits your game there
0: I don't I don't know a whole lot about it to be honest with you um, you know I know I know that it's a it's a great classic golf course kind of smallish greens and a bunch of dog legs it's not you know uh, from what I hear it sounds a little bit like uh, colonial Country club it may be it's probably a little bit longer um, but maybe that's just wishful thinking for me I mean colonial colonial is kind of my favorite golf course on the on the rotation year-in, year-out. Um, so, yeah, probably some wishful thinking. I hope that it's just like Colonial. I, I seem to always play well there. It's one of my favorite
1: places. Chris, being in, in town here, um, how, how often do you get to be around Kochak uh, and, and the current team? Um, you know, I'm sure you follow them from afar when, when you're not around, but, um, you know, that they're in your backyard versus being, uh, you know, hours away, is, is that, uh, do you keep a connection to them?
0: Yeah, I try to I try to spend some time with them when I can. It's not it's not a whole lot, you know. It's a with a combination of my travel schedule and their travel schedule, and then uh, you know I try to get most of my most of my playing and practicing in while my kids are at school. You know, so uh, you know before before 2 o'clock, three o'clock, I'm I'm out getting my work in, and uh, that kind of seems to be the opposite of what those guys are doing. You know, they're in class morning and they're out practicing the so i get to be around some and i certainly follow them pretty closely
2: uh just not not as much as i wish one last thing chris before we get you out of here but uh with sanford stadium in your backyard do you uh get to go to many football games every year or do you go to uh, basketball games i know it has to align with your schedule and whatnot but uh how many georgia uh, athletic events do you uh, get to a year
0: we get to a little bit of everything. i uh, say number one is probably baseball. Uh, my my oldest son especially, but all of my sons are, are really big into baseball. Um, my oldest son just turned 10. And uh, then I have an 8-year-old and 4-year-old, all boys, and they love baseball, uh, as do I. So, I'm, you know, I, I think that I could be – people definitely tell me that I, they think that I love like baseball more than I like golf, which is maybe maybe may or may not be true. But um, yeah, we love going to Georgia baseball games. Coach Strickland, Coach Kenny, I've gotten to know both those guys pretty well. Great people, um, and it's just a, it's such a blast. Holy Field, such a fun place to go watch a game. And uh, yeah, it's just a it's a great experience. And my you know my kids, they get into the football and they and they like watching it, but not like baseball. They're you know they're really into the game. Uh, when we go to those so it makes it more fun for
2: everybody. So yeah. in a few years you're saying we should watch out for them uh, in the baseball world more than the golf world. you're not getting them uh, into that.
0: <laughs> it does seem to be trending that way but uh, <laughs> but we'll see we'll see. They still are uh, you know they they get out and hit some balls with me here and there and and uh, they've got some pretty good golf swings so I'm just kind of waiting for the waiting for them to uh, get that itch a little bit.
2: Well, great. Chris Kirk, thanks again for uh, joining us. Good luck to you next week at the PGA Championship. We'll be uh, following closely and uh, rooting for you. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate y'all.
1: Ryan, we were talking about arch manning earlier and how much uh, nil money you think's in line for that guy yeah i'd say there's a there's a pretty paycheck and, and imagine uh
2: you know with all the commercials that that uh Peyton does and and now uh you know uh, eli i mean I, I imagine this guy being on some commercials too with them don't you
1: uh maybe i mean i don't really think he needs to do commercials i think these collectives if they're not um you know we'll see how that plays out the ncw is trying to crack down on that but, you know, the NCAA might not really have much uh, say in the matter if, you know, if it ends up going to court and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, everyone at Georgia is going to get paid, basically. I mean, I saw an AP story with the headline that uh, name, image, and likeness experts predicting a $50,000 minimum pay for Power 5 players uh, based on, you know, money from these collectives. So, um do you yeah. think,
2: you know, do you think all these super deals and whatnot they keep talking about, uh, you know, with uh, certain schools that that would influence a guy like Manning? I mean, who I mean, you would think that with their family, no, they don't no, they don't no, need that no, type no, of no. Uh, incentive. I, I, mean,
1: I mean, look, even his dad, right, was on that TV show with. Uh, oh, yeah. With yeah the College Bowl. Yeah. 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 So no, I don't think so. Um, but I mean, I, I do think that, you know, for people that don't have that kind of financial. Uh, means and privilege, whatever you want to call it, um, certainly uh, it will be a factor. Um, hey, speaking of, um, you know, with NIL, obviously, uh, the promises of money that if you come to my school, uh, it can be used or is being used in the in the transfer portal. Um, I mentioned that there's not much activity that we know about now, you know, uh, guys went in, they had to go in, I think by May 1st, but you know, if there's some decisions still to be made, not really much activity, at least on the Georgia end. Jackson Etter, who went in the transfer portal, um, apparently is still considering staying. Now he talked about this with, uh, on a video interview on something called the Discord in the Players Lounge. Are you Um, familiar with the Players Lounge?
2: Yeah, wasn't that a thing started by, did
1: Kobe start that? Who? Kobe, Kobe Bryant. No, no, no,
2: no. That's, That's Player Tribune.
1: Players' Lounge is, uh, isn't it, Trey Fricks, Aaron Murray? Oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was quoted uh, – well, he wasn't quoted. He said in this video that I clicked on, um, he, he was talking about if I stay or if I go, meaning you know, I think Georgia's still got two scholarships to give. Now, I don't know if he's going to come back – would come back as a walk-on or, you know, if they have a scholarship that they would just put him on. I mean, Mike White – uh, you know, Jackson Eder wasn't a guy that, uh, you know, he was keeping on the roster, it looked like. And, uh, you know, they they turned over that roster. So
2: They don't want a guy that can draw 45 charges a season?
1: I don't know. On that roster? Don't know. Um, looked at probably, uh, you know, the good and the bad and thought I, I could bring in a guy from another – Team that would suit me better. I don't know. But we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Georgia basketball also has a new strength coach uh, that came – is coming, rather, from Mississippi State. Um, You know, they – they're, it's not just the roster. It's a lot of these support staff guys uh, that, that uh, you know, they bring in their own guys. Uh, this is a, Colin Crane is the guy's name from Mississippi State, worked under Ben and Sean Hayes was doing that under Mark Fox and under Tom Crane. He's going to stay with Georgia. I know he's going to be uh, working with the volleyball program and, and another program that uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see which one that is. But, um, you know, we already know that Charles Mann is a guy that came in. Uh, the former guard as uh, a recruiting staffer. Um, Ronnie, are you excited to see the Georgia baseball team go to number one Tennessee Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah. They are playing to uh, host a regional.
2: Uh, you're saying Georgia's uh, Tennessee's uh, they're good
1: they're number one what are, they, what are they 44 and 5 or something like that uh, I don't have the exact record in front of me but something like that um, Georgia's got Missouri the last three games at home I mean I guess what you go to Tennessee you hope to get one out of three you're not going to say that probably you hope yeah. to win no, the series no, no, but yeah. you don't want to get swept there uh, That you know and then you, you got pressure to win that Missouri series or you might get sent packing on, on the road for the yeah. regional
2: yeah no, it's a huge series for, for Georgia, and I, I'm with you there. I think they need to at least win one game. I think that would be an accomplishment. You're facing the number one team in the country, and, uh, you know, it's been a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, what you'd call it an up-and-down kind of campaign over the past few weeks for, for Georgia. Um, but, yeah, I think taking one up there, you had a story on, online today about how they're facing the uh, guy that throws 105.5 miles per hour. I mean, that's unfathomable to me. You know, you you hadn't heard anything about like that. Since, I mean, that's, uh, his,
1: that's the the, the, a to the highest pitch he's thrown. But he does regularly throw 101, 102. Golly. Um, he's coming off Tommy John surgery, so, I mean, I guess, you know.
2: You think it was like a rookie of the year type thing where they tighten his elbow up a
1: little bit and that's why he can uh, bring the high keys? I don't know. I mean – I mean, I guess, are you less susceptible to blowing your arm out if, if you've already had it? I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm not sure. But um, uh, Ryan on the local front, though, is, is excited for North Oconee going up against, uh, is it Benedictine? Benedictine.
2: Hey, with, uh, with a future Georgia standout there, or could be a future Georgia standout, he's a standout right now in high school in uh, Justin Thomas down at Benedictine. He's got, I think, 16 home runs this year as a uh, high school senior. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a—he's quite a stud coming in. He probably could uh, he probably could make a run for playing on uh, Kirby's football team, too, because he's a pretty good star. He might have even been the uh, 4A player of the year in, in football, but it's choosing the baseball route because there might be some big bucks uh, in his future.
1: NBA Draft Combine is uh, coming up May 16th to the 22nd, so I guess that's like, uh, when is the 16th, Sunday or something like that? Uh, it's Monday. A Monday, okay, so... Uh, No Georgia guys, uh, not surprisingly, (laughs) are going to be at the Combine. But uh, there are some guys that kind of have a Georgia connection. I will say this, Tumani Kamara did declare for the NBA draft. Ah. Uh, He's not on either this one or there's like a G League Combine as well. Mm. Uh, I don't know what the deadline is, if he's going to pull his name back and go back to Dayton or not. Uh, But, um, you know. I mean,
2: he had a so-so year right at Dayton with about 10 points and
1: seven rebounds, something like that. Sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Walker Kessler, Georgia ties, Georgia legacy is uh, invited to this, as is another one that uh, got away from Georgia, Javari Javari Smith.
2: Did Walker declare for the draft, or is he in that situation where he can pull his name back out at some point and go back to Auburn? Because he's only a sophomore, right? Yeah, they don't care. I mean, you
1: you go. If you're good, you're going. You're going to get paid. I I get that, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, you know. I think he's a first-round pick, right? I don't know. I haven't I don't actually, know. I haven't even looked at the, the mocks, but um, I mean, he's got—you know—he's got—he's got the game. To hey, play you know who with. I did
2: see coming back uh, to an SEC school with Georgia ties uh, Xavier Wheeler.
1: Going back to Kentucky, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Got to, uh, there'll be a senior. I feel like he's an eighth-year senior now after all he's gone through with uh, coming through Georgia. And, and Katie that.
1: Johnson back to Auburn. Yeah. Um, a guy that Georgia was involved with um, it turned out to be a one-and-done. Tom Crean was going after a guy named Amani Muhammad out of uh, – I think he was in high school in Indiana but went to Georgetown. Um, so, you know, when you don't have guys that are ready for the next level, that's part of the reason why – uh, you know, after that Anthony Edwards year, uh, yeah. Georgia's talent dropped off when they a lot of guys left the left after one season.
2: Well, I will say I, I do like uh, I, I do like what Mike White's doing. I mean, obviously he's got to start. You know, kind of slowly rebuilding this thing, but I think he, what he's done to bring in some of those uh, some of those guys uh, in the portal and all is uh, is a good start and gives uh, a little bit of hope to, to Georgia basketball going into next season. Um,
1: Nick Saban, as you mentioned, uh, this tournament in. the – uh, Birmingham area today. He mentioned on the radio uh, in, in uh, Alabama today that you know who he was yesterday. Uh, I don't know. Played a little Augusta National with uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Man, now that's
2: a that's an all timer of a of a. Was it a, just a twosome? I'm sure it was a foursome of some sort. He probably played with a member.
1: Yeah, which member you think the guy that runs the club? I don't know. It's a Florida guy. What's his name?
2: Fred Ridley. Yeah. Hey. Imagine Ken Griffey Jr.'s golf swing. I mean, the sweetest swing of all time in baseball, right? Imagine that dude. I bet he can pummel a a, a ball pretty good ways.
1: Saban says he plays Augusta National you know, pretty much once a year. So, uh, I wonder what he shoots. Um, I don't. I, I think he's probably how old is he? Seventy? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you see that thing with him and Justin Thomas before the Players uh, Championship, where he went out there and played uh, like three holes with Justin Thomas? Did not see that. He, you know, he uh, he was a bogey golfer. I think he played uh, some. You know, he, he hit it okay. He wasn't like Justin Thomas, obviously. But. Now
1: your boy Mike Mills from REM is playing yeah. in this program today. Okay. Uh, Kirby is not paired with him. He's, he's he, well, I don't I don't know if he's necessarily paired with any celebrity. Uh, although he is with champions golfer Mark O'Meara. Oh, yeah. Friend of Tiger, right? Very good friend of Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, or used to be. Although he's uh, you now he's a past Masters champion, isn't
2: he? Do believe so? Yes. But Don't he, quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he's still one of the uh, legends that plays. Maybe, maybe he's not. I should look that up. Um, yeah, he definitely is. He was out there a couple of years ago when I was there at the, at the Masters. So. But
1: he's he's probably one of those guys. Now, it used to be that these guys would play, you know, for years and years and years. And I think the club started to maybe encourage them not to play.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, you might be right. Like, uh, I know Ian Woosnam was uh, was at the at the par three, but I'm not so sure he played in the, in the tournament this year. Uh, and he, he, you know, he looked, he's looking old. So I, you might be right where they get to a certain age of the clubs. Like, you know what?
1: Let's, uh, let's not have y'all out here anymore. Did win the masters 1998. Uh, just wanted to make sure about that. Also won the uh, British open 1998 as well. That's two big ones. Yeah. Um, all right, Ryan, uh, Tom Brady is going to be a TV analyst making, Buku money Jeez. for Fox. Thirty eight million a year or so? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um what what is your favorite NFL broadcast team or do you not care?
2: I mean, I'll probably, you know, make, make some people scratch their head, but I, I really enjoy Al Michaels and uh what's the name? Chris of, Collinsworth Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. I mean, I think they're pretty good. I think Chris is pretty good, uh, analyst to be honest with you. Now it's Nance and Romo, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not everybody loves Romo. But I remember a time when everybody hated Romo. It wasn't until he started calling plays that one time. there. He said, they're going to run 82-wheel flat right here, and it was 82-wheel flat because he could tell the audible. But, you know,
1: Romo's all right. I mean, except for the Super Bowl, I'm not really watching NFL football, except, yeah. like, I'll see the red zone on on a Sunday in my house, and I'll watch the highlights, you know, the score, scoring plays, and all that, but I, I mean, I, I really won't pay attention to the. What about college?
2: Is Fowler and Herb Street like the, the two?
1: And that's a, that's for another episode. I have to think <laughs> about that more. Do Do a deeper dive on that. We'll uh, do our
2: top sixteen uh, broadcast uh, partners.
1: All right, Ryan. Before we go, um, Georgia women's golf is trying to get from the regional and Albuquerque uh new mexico mm-hmm. today is the final day of a three rounds to uh, you gotta be in the top four yeah uh and then they would advance to play in the championships um i don't remember where that is but uh about halfway through today they're looking like they're hitting the back nine they are one under in second place So it looks like behind oregon behind oregon looks like they're in good shape uh yeah, you Florida know, at plus eight, nine shots back of Georgia.
2: Well, that means that Georgia's had a couple good days because they were four over right. as of Monday.
1: So Georgia's nine shots ahead of Florida, who's finishing. I, I think Georgia's going to make it. It's going to be a, good for them.
2: It's going to be good for them. Yeah, you know, we had a story on uh, Monday or Tuesday on uh, onlineathens.com about uh, a golfer, uh, their number one golfer from Taiwan. It's a pretty uh, good little read. So please go uh, check it out.
1: All right, we uh, we'll see what, what's shaking. Uh, we got... Uh, some georgia athletic board meetings coming up i think it's a week after next scc meetings in destin uh we'll dive into some of the the news that's surrounding those uh events i, I imagine next week and uh you know then we're hitting up what the pga championship uh, for all the georgia golfers out there oh, yeah. and then uh the uh two other remaining majors uh ryan will have a good rest of your week and we'll talk to everyone later